and welcome everyone to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm Patrick Hart and you're listening to our show, What To Be, where we interview inspiring people and highlight their careers. What To Be is a program provided by Your Future Is Our Business, a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps students explore careers through programs such as college and career expos, panels, and other work-based learning activities. Please note that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future Is Our Business. The information provided during this program does not reflect its career in its entirety. And today I have the pleasure to speak to Michael Sakelis, who's the Park Maintenance Supervisor for the Pajaro North Sector. Hi, Michael. Hello, good morning. Hey, good morning. Thank you very much for taking the time to help us out with this interview. I really appreciate it. Of course, thanks for having me. Yes, you're very welcome. Michael, do you mind briefly describing your career journey for us? Sure. Originally, I was hired back in 2009 as a park maintenance worker one, and that was up in Big Basin Redwood State Park. Worked up there, uh, also was responsible for duties in Portola Redwood State Park and the uh, Castle Rock region up at Skyline. We uh, take care of stuff up there. Um, so I worked 10 years at in that sector, and then was promoted as maintenance supervisor down in the Pajaro North section down in uh, Santa Cruz, uh, work out of Wilder Ranch State Park as the uh, maintenance supervisor currently. Oh, very cool. And man, it sounds like you get you get to work in some pretty beautiful places, including Portola State Park. Like that's a real gem out there. I don't know if a lot of people know about that one. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's out of the off the beaten path. It's uh, technically outside of Santa Cruz County, so it kind of falls off of a lot of people's radar. Um, but yeah, it's um, you know, it takes some effort to get to, but um, once you get out there, it's yeah, it's beautiful. You're you're normally not dealing with the crowds like you were at Big Basin with the with the influx of people, but it's a, it's kind of like a little mini Big Basin has has all the same you know features and stuff there, but um, just a shrunken down. Yeah, yeah footprint. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. Do you want to talk about any like education or type of like certification or training that you've gone through, you know, with the state parks? Yeah, um, it, there's a there's a great training and development program that that state park offers. Um, so once you once you get in the system as a permanent employee, um, we have a training center that's located down in uh, Monterey at the Asilomar. And it, it provides uh, training opportunities for, for maintenance, interpretive, law enforcement, all different classifications. But um, I've been able to go through numerous trainings there, carpentry training, plumbing trainings, electrical trainings, park maintenance, uh, administration trainings, uh, supervisorial trainings, all, all different. Um, so yeah, there it's a, it's a real ro robust training center. And really, we're lucky to have it in our backyard. We don't have to, you know, travel very far to get to it. So that's a, that's a, definitely a, yeah. a nice perk and a nice commute too right yeah yeah totally <laughs> can't, beat, can't beat that commute some some folks are having to come as you know from from northern california or san diego and having to commute you know 10 hours or more oh, wow. at a time so so we're, wow we're they don't even have um anything in southern california for that type of training no correct yeah this mm -hmm. this this one is um the, the main training hub for the for the california state park system okay and so it sounds like you're kind of a jack of all trades for the state parks yeah, so being being yeah coming up working in the fields um, uh, allowed me to get a good understanding of you know uh, 
of what it takes to, you know, to, to get the park, keep the park running. So it gives you that base understanding of the, you know, the, the, the core elements we're always dealing with. So it better set me up to, uh, I, I feel to, for the supervisor role. So I better understand, you know, everything I'm overseeing. Yeah. And Michael, are you an avid, you know, person who likes to go enjoy the state parks, like before you got involved, you know, like to get out there and, you know, go hiking and stuff like that? Oh, yes. Yep. Nope. Grew up, um, uh, you know, outdoors a lot as a kid, um, a lot of, you know, camping and hiking and, and outdoor activities. And then, yeah, continued that as, you know, as I've gotten older, definitely still enjoy going out hiking and uh, mountain biking. I have two young kids, six and 10, and they enjoy the outdoors. So we try to get them out, outside as much, much as we can too. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, the other day I was passing by the the Westridge campsite. Is that something, do you have to go up there and maintain that? Because that's, you know, fairly remote, right? Westridge, as far as, well, I'm sorry, where, where yeah, is that? Yeah, um, in Nicene Marks. So oh. it's like, a, yeah, like kind of below standpoint. Got you. Yes. No, that that's something that we we take care of. That's out of uh, Pajaro's central unit. Um, okay. So that's not directly um, overseen by myself. But yeah, we we get out there and service those um, those back com- backcountry trail camps. Um, there, yeah, there's there's quite a bit of ground they have to cover out in Nicene. For sure. Do you mind if I ask why, you know, you work, your title is the Pajaro North sector, but you're not mm-hmm. really out of Pajaro. I mean, you're kind of just in the you know, maybe central Santa Cruz to kind of on the northern end of the county. Yeah, I, I'm not too sure. That's yeah, that's the class. That's the, the the what the parks has called it for years now. Yeah, they they've been broken it out like that. It's broken down to north, north, central, and south. Um, okay. And then uh, I'm in the north se- sector, and then this central and the south sector is handled by a different supervisor. Okay, Michael, do you want to talk about kind of what your day or week looks like and and, you know, did that change quite a bit, you know, with the fires going on and then, you know, with COVID too, that I would imagine that impacted the parks. Yes, yes. No, it, uh, we did see a, a quite an uptick in visitation due to the COVID um, outbreak, uh, people seeking out, you know, outdoor recreation because there wasn't much else um, at their disposal at that point. So we, we've seen a huge increase because of that. And then due to the fire, an uptick in visitation with Big Basin being closed, people are seeking out other parks to go to. So. Yeah. Definitely an uptick in visitation there. And then as far as, um, you know, day-to-day duties for my position, in the morning, normally meet with my staff, line them out on their, their duties for the day, get them on their, their different assignments, have uh, a worker one, two worker, I have a worker two and two worker ones and two park maintenance aides currently and a slew of seasonals and uh, uh, get them going on their day. And then out in the field, checking on projects, um, doing, you know, meeting with contractors or other leaders from other classifications in the park units to uh, deal with other, you know, um, projects. Because in the maintenance division, we have a lot of tie-in with um, all the other uh, uh, classifications. There's always, you know, some support needed from, uh, for maintenance with, uh, with, with some sort of project, it seems. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And so is it like, do you do just as much as you can do? And then on some of the other stuff, you just subcontract that work out to different local contractors? Yeah, correct. We, 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 you know, we try not to get too much into contracting too much stuff out, but just inevitably it happens because of either timelines or the available workforce 
And yeah, just inevitably we have to end up contracting some of the larger tasks out. Or if they're in a, um, a specialized field where we, we, we may not have the, um, the skill available, then we, then we will contract out those jobs. Okay. But like the state parks, don't they have like engineers who help, you know, with certain things like maybe building bridges and, and things like that? I know in Nicene, there's a real beautiful trail called Big Slide. And it had been closed for years because of this section fell. And then they built this really beautiful bridge. You know, they fell this tree and, you know, just was looking at like the engineering that went into building it. And now the trail's closed again. And I don't know if that bridge fell or, but anyways, I guess my question is the state parks have like engineers. Yes. Oh yeah. At, not necessarily in the, in, in the district level, but um, at Sacramento level, yeah, there, there's a department of general services and they, they have a whole slew of designers and engineers and, and folks like that, that you can uh, reach out to on these larger projects. And they're the ones that they, they, they deal with these larger scale projects. Like for instance, we're getting a new restroom installed at Twin Lakes uh, State Beach, and they're the ones overseeing all the design and impl implementation of that project from the Sacramento level. Okay. Um, yeah. I would imagine things just get outdated and, you know, things just wear out and need to get rebuilt and probably like in the most efficient way too, right? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. And then, and then back to your, uh, your question though, about the uh, uh, trail out at Nicene, we do have a great roads and trails program uh, within the Santa Cruz district. And they're the ones who are going to be the ones that tackle all those uh, back country roads, the trails projects like that. So they were probably the ones that did, did the work that you were uh, referencing there. Hmm. Yeah. You know, when I see stuff like that, I just think, wow, like what a cool job you know, to be out here and like problem solve and, you know, and, and build this like really cool bridge and everything. It just seems like that would just be like kind of a dream job for a lot of people. Yeah, no, the, the roads and trails is a, it's a very hard um, uh, job assignment. You know, a lot of times they're having to manually, you know, haul a lot of this material out to these job sites. Um, you can only get so far by truck and mm -hmm. it's a very, um, very, very labor intensive field, um, but very rewarding. And they do, they do a lot, a lot of um, good work in our district. Yeah, it, it definitely seems like it. And, you know, you said a little bit, but I was going to ask, you know, what kind of environments do you work in? And, you know, do you have to show up to like an office in the morning? And then do you kind of know like what's coming up that day? And then you said you kind of delegate maybe out to some people, you know, that are underneath you, you know, for the work that needs to be done? Yeah, so um, the kind of structure is I have a park maintenance uh, chief three above me, and then a another chief one, and then there would be myself. So that's kind of how it, it comes from the top down. And then they um, they identify larger scale projects that they'd like us, you know, to to take on or to uh, start working on. But the day to day stuff is you know hand, handled by myself and kind of just uh, generating uh, work through what we call um, work orders. Um, they're submitted through email to me, and then I'll pick through the work orders and try to classify, you know, what's the uh, most pressing concern. And then we, you know, take on those as we, as we see fit. But, you know, it's, it's a balancing act between sometimes, you know, you have these daily emergencies that you have to tackle. So you have to kind of pull staff from, you know, a, a task that you might already had them assigned on to, to deal with these, you know, quote unquote fires. And, uh, it's just uh, the the nature of of parks. Something's always popping up that you have to uh, kind of be very flexible to uh, to be able to kind of float back and forth between all the the different requirements. Yeah, and we just have a lot of state parks in our county, right? 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Santa Cruz County has, uh, I believe, uh, the largest concentration of parks per any county in the uh, in the state. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And yeah, definitely makes us feel fortunate to live here, too. And yes. Yeah. Michael, what kind of skills do you use in your job? And did you acquire these skills like just through working or did you have a have like a background, you know, knowing a little bit about carpentry and like plumbing and things like that before you started working with the state parks? Um, yeah, I did. Um, coming into state parks, um, I uh, worked as a plumber, plumber's assistant a little out of high school, did that for about a year. I had construction uh, experience, landscape construction experience. I worked as a spray on bedliner applicator, a lot of different jobs throughout the trade. So I think that positioned me for uh, getting, getting a job in the, uh, in the maintenance department initially. Yeah. Just working with your hands a lot, it sounds like. Yeah. 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 Very cool. And for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to the What To Be Show on KSQD Santa Cruz, 90.7 FM. I'm Patrick Hart, and I'm speaking with Michael Sakellis, who's the Park Maintenance Supervisor for the Pajaro North Sector. What kind of person do you think would enjoy this job? Um, you know, some somebody who likes working with their hands, enjoying, you know, being in the outdoors. We work in, you know, some of the most beautiful places. People come and recreate and, and vacation where we get paid to work. So pretty, pretty lucky on that, on that point. Um, but somebody who, um, you know, has a, a devotion to public service too. It's a, it's a good job, good benefits, you know, very rewarding, you know, uh, profession. If, if those are some of the things that, that align with, you know, your personal characteristics. Yeah, I totally agree. Do you want to share some of the, some of your more favorite projects that you've worked on or are currently working on? Yeah, um, uh, some of the fun stuff I've done over the past. When I was a worker one at Big Basin, we had a um, mobile wood mill that we would set up and actually mill lumber out of fallen redwood trees. So that that was a That's pretty really rewarding cool. to work on something like that to take the uh, the redwood log from you know inside of the um, uh, it, this was at Big Basin at the time and to. Uh, take that and uh, mill it up into usable lumber and then to 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 then use it on projects. Um, that's really, you know, it was really rewarding to 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 do to do something like that. Strangely enough, some of those timbers I milled up at Big Basin, they ended up being used at a project down here at Wilder Ranch where I'm uh, currently working. So huh. kind of, that's that's pretty cool. And how's yeah. Big Basin doing, you know, after you know the fires last year? They're at the point now where they're trying to wrap up the the cleanup phase uh, the you know through contractors they're 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 removing all the the fire damaged buildings uh, structures you know vehicles anything of that nature so that that's where that's at as far as the the physical aspect but now they're reimagining big basin is the term they're using for it and there's going to be a lot of public input meetings and the like to kind of reimagine the what the park's going to look like um the the infrastructure it's probably you know it's it's not going to ever look or feel the same way as it was before mm-hmm. so they just want to try to get the public's input and um there's already a general plan in place uh, for the park so they're going to be operating with that document as a guiding principle so they'll have that to work off of um, okay plus- public input and comments and stuff so okay did i see something like a month ago i don't know if you've heard about it there was like some kind of documentary about the park about big basin yeah correct if um 
Friends of Santa Cruz, one of our great partners, they they put together like a document uh, uh, documentary, a short little documentary, and uh, kind of shows where where kind of things stand in a couple of the areas up there. Um, okay. So yeah, it's a good good um, good thing to check on if you're interested in kind of uh, where the park's at, and it gives yeah. you more information um, on kind of like how you can provide input for the uh, for the reimagining of the park. Okay. And did the did, did the visitor center there get touched by the fire? Yeah, it, it's, yeah, pr pretty much a complete loss of all park Ooh. structures in there. There was some um, a couple small outbuildings and some buildings that were involved um, related to our wastewater and water treatment facilities. Okay, they were saved or uh, made it through, but yeah, it was it burned pretty hot and heavy through there. Yeah, I know it's super unfortunate, but yeah. it's nice to know that there's good people like you and other people that are out there trying to make it as, as well as it can be, you know, get it back. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of good people on the, on the job and trying to, trying to get it, get it back to, like you said, what, you know, somewhat of what it was. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it just seems like all the people that I've met, like that work with the state parks just seem like they're such good people. It, maybe it's because they really like what they're doing or whatever. It just seems like a good institution to work for. Yeah, no, it, it, it really is. I mean, we've got a lot of dedicated people here that, you know, they, they love what they're doing and they're here for the right reasons. And you know, it, it, it is, it's a good positive place to work. And yeah, it makes, makes me feel good at, when I go home at the end of the day, I feel like I've, I'm doing a good thing with, yeah, with my career. That's a great feeling. And, you know, do you want to talk about kind of why your job is important to you and or to society? You know, I, I just really believe in, you know, what, what, what state parks stand for and um, that quality outdoor recreation is a, a, a real important part to, um, you know, being a healthy, healthy individual, healthy person, um, getting outdoors and, you know, just clearing your mind, even if it's just for a walk or just, you know, going for a bike ride or something. I just, it's just nice to be able to have these, these outlets. And um, like, like we've seen through uh, the, the COVID-19 outbreak that the parks have just been um, inundated with people because mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're trying to get back out and connect with nature and, you know, get, get back out there and recreate. And there are all these other tasks or things that they used to be able to do weren't available. So I think it's a, you know, it's been a mixed blessing with the COVID-19 getting people connected back out to nature again, too. Yeah. I mean, the parks have just been, you know, for most of my life, but especially in the, you know, the past, you know, with what's going on and they just, they're invaluable to me, you know, to be able to get out there and just clear my head and just unplug from the world, you know, it's mm -hmm. just, yeah, very, yeah. very grateful for all the beautiful state parks we have here. And, 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 I, and I, or sorry, I just was going to say that it's a, I have two kids, you know, six, a six-year-old and a 10-year-old, and I want them, you know, I want these parks to be there for the next generation and, you know, for, for the for the next generation of kids to go through and and to have them there so i just want to be here to you know be a steward for the little bit of time i'm here and and um you know make make sure i i, I leave my imprint on the parks and, and do my my best to kind of better things yeah i think that that's so great and you know i'd imagine that you're you know that you lead by example and and you know those type of things you know get ingrained probably and you know those get transferred you know to other people and friends and family and you know, just, you know, to have the, like the respect, you know, for the parks. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And do you want to talk about like what your typical like hours look like? Sure. Yeah. Um, we, we uh, prim primarily uh, work seven to three 30. 
I, I work Monday through Friday, but we're here, you know, my, my staff has a rotating schedule. So we have coverage for, you know, seven days a week. So yeah, we, we're, um, we're here from seven to three 30 main focus, you know, for, uh, the seasonal staff is to get the bathrooms clean. That's the, the main thing is we, we get those clean first thing in the morning, get the trash taken care of, get everything sanitized and clean. And then, um, they'll work on, um, assisting the uh, full-time staff with other projects throughout the, uh, throughout the day. And I was just going to say Sorry. the seven, the seven to three 30 or whatever you said, I mean, that seems like a pretty awesome shift. Yeah. Still, no, the, the, right? yeah, that, that, that gives you time to still get, get a little bit of stuff done in the late afternoons with that mm -hmm. schedule and gives you a little flexibility and um, yeah, no, it's, it's good, good work hours. For sure. Michael. So are you, are you on call, you know, like 24 hours, if something came up, you know, do you have to get up and try to fix something like, you know, in the middle of the night or anything like that? Yeah. So um, we, uh, the, the way the on-call works is if you, if you live in a state uh, house, then you are on the on-call call out sheet. So um, that would be something that um, happens quite often with the position. The, the idea is that with these, having the people in the state residences, it allows people to contact, make contact with these calls quicker. So just recently I had a call out uh, in regards to a vandalism at a water tank here at Wilder Ranch. I had to go out and secure the tank and deal with some issues with that. So it, it's something that does come up, you know, just because the park's closed, technically, you know, uh, a gate closes or something like that. The, 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 there's always something going on stuff just breaks um, or there's stuff that gets vandalized and yeah, that, then, then that's when the call out procedure starts. Yeah. Have you caught anyone, you know, doing like vandalism or maybe being in a place they're not supposed to. And, you know, like, you know, with your role, I mean, what do you just instruct them? Maybe like what, you know, um, what they're not yeah. So that, that, that could, that's a, you know, a, a, with those situations, normally, I mean, if it's um, if someone's in an out of bounds area or, you know, in a closed area, we would just, you know, politely ask them to, you know, vacate the area. Mm -hmm. um, if it was something involving a, a more dangerous situation or where you didn't feel safe, um, our procedure would be to call dispatch and then okay. they would uh, alert the Rangers and they, they would make a, um, make their presence, uh, they would come out and make, make their presence known. Okay. Um, there's, you know, with, with the maintenance classification, there's only so much that they want us to handle um, uh, as far as that's concerned. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, do, so. do you want to share maybe the least favorite part of your job or stressful part? <laughs> if there's um, any. Well, yeah, it's just uh, currently right now, we're just having uh, staffing issues, which I'm sure a lot of other people in the in the area can identify with. So for our uh, senior maintenance aides, that's a seasonal position. And um, that's the one that we, we rely on heavily. And this season, we are um, had a hard time hiring people in that classification. And it's uh, still a little tough right now. So if, you know, if you, if you don't have all the um, necessary, you know, people in place to, to, to get the job done, it makes it a lot harder. So at that point, you have to ask people in permanent positions to kind of uh, step in and, and fill the roles of the, the season, seasonal maintenance aides. So that, that would be one of the more stressful things is not, not having the, uh, the staffing available. But, you know, uh, I think a lot of people can relate with that right now. Yeah, definitely. That's I think, very, very valid right now. Michael, what advice or resources can you give to students who are interested in pursuing a career with what you do with the state parks? 
So the, the best resource would be to go to parks.ca.gov, and that's where any job notifications or exam notifications would be found. And that's, that'd be a great resource. In order to get a position with the state parks, a permanent position, you do have to take an exam. So that is the one thing that people get a little confused on sometimes. They want to just be able to apply directly for that position, but they, they have to take an exam first. They take the exam and then they get, you get ranked on the exam. And then once you get on that list, then you can then apply for those positions. So best thing would be to go on the parks.ca.gov, peruse that website, look at the uh, jobs tab and the exams link, and that'll, that'll get you up to date on any of the positions that we're going to be hiring. And um, we'll have a list of any of the exams that are open for uh, people to take for, for the permanent positions. Okay. For yeah, the, thank you. Uh, seasonal positions, those you can apply at, uh, at any time and that those are open. Okay. So after you take the exam, I guess, depending on what the results are, then you're able to apply for the jobs that you qualify for? Yes, correct. Okay. Yeah. And there is an exam for each classification, for each position. Yeah, yeah thank you. And mm -hmm. what about advice for someone who is unsure about their career path? You know, it, I, I think, you know, Parks is a, a, is a good place to work. You know, we do have a, a generous benefit package. Um, once you get in as a permanent employee, offer great, you know, uh, vacation, sick leave, a pension for retirement. You have a lot of uh, good stuff to, to, to offer, you know, as far as, as far as that's concerned. The, the pluses of being able to work in the, in the outdoors, um, to be able to work in some of the, you know, most beautiful places in the, in the area. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of opportunity coming uh, in the future um, with with retirements and open positions being filled. So, it, you know, there is there is opportunity. And then once you get in, there is, you know, opportunity for advancement as well. So it's not not just um, you're going to come in and, and hit a wall. There is, you know, ladders to climb to get up to to uh, other areas. Yeah, it sounds like a great organization, you know, to work for. And because it's so big. Yeah. Like you were saying, there is probably opportunity for people to, you know, to grow within. That's, that's mm -hmm. really cool and motivating for people too, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, Michael, I just wanted to thank you again so much for helping us out and doing this interview today. I really appreciated talking to you and, you know, talking about the state parks, you know, they, you know, they're very dear to my heart and I just really appreciate people like you out there um, keeping them going for, for all of us, you know. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, appreciate the opportunity to, to be on the show and uh, provide some information. Yeah. Thank you again. And is there anything else you would like to share? Um, no, that I think, yeah, I think we covered a lot of good ground there. Cool. Yeah, I agree. So th yeah, yeah, thank you again, Michael. And, and thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to today's career story with me, Patrick Hart on our show, what to be with today's guest, Michael Sakellis, who's the California state parks facility supervisor for the Pajaro North sector. If you have any questions or like to share your career story with us, please send us an email at what to be radio at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM KSQD Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays and streaming online at ksqd.org. Or you can find us on major podcast streaming platforms like Spotify. And please visit our website at yfiob.org for more information about your future as our business. Thank you very much and see you next time.